Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Talker United Yellow Army podcast uh, after what has been a difficult week, Richard, hasn't it? Somewhat, yes. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the start that we all expected, no. certainly didn't want, but um, it's the one we've got to deal with, I guess. I mean, a, a hard-won and well-deserved point at Notts County yes. on Saturday, judging yes. by what I've seen of the game. Uh, but then... I, Let's not beat about the bush. A dreadful performance against Woking on Monday. Yeah, you can't be two goals down in six no. minutes, whatever it is, and uh, expect to win it. And that's that's the crux of the matter. Despite uh, talk about the the yellow cards for Chiori Johnson, uh, we were already two one down. Uh, yeah. Sorry, two nil down. Yeah. And um, once you're two nil down, you know the importance of getting the first goal was highlighted at Notts County. Yeah. Because having gone down to 10 men there uh, we got that goal through through um, Danny Wright's header and then the onus was on them to fight back even though we only had 10 men and Torquay displayed a lot of grit and determination in Notts County but um, that, that <coughs> seemed to be a bit missing didn't it? <coughs> alright all right, Rudy We won't See, mention Notts County again No okay, Rudy, <laughs> Um, I mean, there are a lot of entrails for us to pick over this week, and we will do just that. The, do you know what the one great thing about Monday was? There was one really good thing about Monday's defeat. <laughs> Any offers? <laughs> no, go on. There was no goal music. Oh, there wasn't. Well, because we didn't score. There we go. So there was no goal music to this game. <laughs> but we still don't know if they've changed their mind on that yet or Absolutely. not. Absolutely. But that apart, there's a lot to discuss this week, a lot to talk about. Let's start with Gary Johnson. You had a chat with Gary at his press conference this morning. Yes, uh, quite a long chat. There's 24 minutes was recorded, so I will pick through it and uh, probably um, give you a bit now Yeah. and then another bit at the end. So we'll talk about that when we come to that. Let's do that. Let's go off and have the first bit and we'll see you on the other side of Gary Johnson. So Gaffer, three days on from the Woking game, I'm sure nobody was any more disappointed than you were, but what's the reaction from the players been like? Um, they were very disappointed in the dressing room after the game. Um, we, because of the two games and because the, the effort was there, it was just the quality wasn't there and we did silly, you know, did, uh, we let goals in at silly times, especially against Woking early on, which gave them uh, obviously the the onus. Then we get ourselves sent off, which was still debatable, both of them. But um, you've seen that, and you've had a look at that and felt it was a you know, certainly Ali's one wasn't a sending off, and we didn't feel that Chiori's uh, first one was was even a booking. It was just a good tackle sort of thing but anyway um, but they were disappointed because we you know we you get beat 4-0 at home and you don't want to do that whether you've got 10 men 5 men left on you know whatever it is you're just disappointed they were the same so of course you know me and Downsy said our piece and um, give them a couple of days off to think about it 
and hopefully they can come because they would have a lot of them would have had two games in you know, three days and that's that's pretty hard going with 11 men let alone with, with 10 men um, and I'm hoping that this morning they'll all come in ready for the next challenge which is obviously maiden head and before anyone gets too down you obviously don't have to go back very far at all from an excellent performance from the team uh, began the bank holiday weekend so well with that gutsy point yeah. in adversity at Notts County that result seemed to be built upon on a very strong start from your side and that's very important isn't it it was our, our game plan worked um, we, we had some very good chances early on against Notts County with 11 men and we scored with when we had 10 men Danny Wright's goal which is a, a fantastic goal um, yeah and all, and all looked good um, but all was disappointed on and off the field that we went down to 10 men um, anyway because we felt a little bit uh, what's the word I don't want to use cheated um, so give me another word for cheated <laughs> aggrieved <laughs> aggrieved there you go thank you very much um, so I'll say agreed um, that in the next game that Chury got sent off and it was oh here we go again our luck's in our not is not in and it's it's a little bit of a follow on from the, the cup final Really, I said cup final, the playoff final. Um, so we've got to try and get rid of that tag of being a little bit unlucky uh, with decisions um, against us. Um, but we, we've got to keep going and uh, giving our best. Uh, the lads are trying. You know, they're not, not trying. I don't think anybody can see anybody not, not trying. It's just you know, you've got to be aware that oppositions are good enough um, to beat you in adversity, and uh, that's what we got to you know, be aware of, and we've got to be very professional in our in our outlook, in our way of thinking, and hopefully get some uh, results back pretty quick. It's another reason why I talk about ten games, because if I'd have said three games, everybody would have asked me to get rid of everybody, and you know we we've only got one point out of nine or whatever it was, and get rid of them all. But uh, you know, you have to give the new lads a little bit of a chance to bed in. Um, a lot of them haven't played at this level. They've got the ability for this level, but uh, they have to get the the mental state and the uh, passion that's needed at this level. They've all got that, but they've got to put it into practice week in, week out. A fantastic thing about football at this level, of course, is that no sooner have you seen the back of one game, you start building up towards another one. I've got Maidenhead on Saturday. They've made a decent start to the season with a win over Halifax and Dover before losing to Weymouth. They'll be another difficult proposition, won't they? Yeah, we, we, you can't go into any game without um, having a good look at them and looking at their strengths and weaknesses, as we always, every week we say it, because <clears throat> they all have got strengths and you've got to try and get into their weaknesses. They would feel the same about us. We've got to try and prove our weaknesses and make sure that we put their their weaknesses under pressure. And that's really you know, where the thinking comes in, teacup we call it, which is um, thinking correctly under pressure. So it's not just when you're on the training ground, it's when you're actually on the field of play, in the battle, do you make the right decisions at the right time. 
So, you know, we have to do a lot of work that, that builds up to a game, and we haven't had a lot of time in between, in between games. But um, eventually, we, you hope that it, that it sinks in. You want it to sink in early. But at the moment, there's still a few things that people haven't quite grasped as a group. And um, you know, that's, we, we've got to keep working on that until all of a sudden you go, there it is, that's exactly what we've been trying to achieve. Finally, Gaffer, with Jory uh, Johnson sitting out the uh, Maidenhead game following his red card, the availability of Ali Omar is following his suspension is obviously welcome news, isn't it? Yeah, it's you know he, he was gutted because he knew he'd, he'd done the right thing, he made a tackle. He still uh, wanted to apologise to the boys after because um, you know not all of us had, had seen it, but he, he did. You know, he didn't say anything, but we said we've seen it. Don't worry, it's not down to you. It was a good tackle in the end. Um, so yeah, it's good to good to have him back. Uh, sorry to lose Chiori, but. Um, you know, if we can keep eleven men on the pitch, then uh, that'll be that'll be nice for this week. Gary, I mean, obviously you started really well at Notts County, not so well in the other two games. I mean, is that the biggest key? How you start? Do you think on Saturday? Yeah, well, you you could you could say that that we haven't started well because they scored the two goals, but they scored the two goals within four minutes. Mm. Um, so the team didn't even have a chance to not play well early on, if you know what I mean. It, they, we had the kick-off um, with a little bit up their end, um, and then they came down, scored a goal straight after that, they scored another goal. Both very similar, both from crosses um, and both from headers. Are they both headers? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, we, we impressed on them. Um, Stop the cross and challenge in the box because we knew that they had some big boys in there and that was their game plan. Now, you know, you can tell people to do that. Uh, so, as far as the start of the game was concerned, a couple of people didn't switch on and uh, that was disappointing. So, in that way, it wasn't the whole team that, that, that looked, looked bad because it was only three or four minutes. Um, if it was 15, 20 minutes and we'd been peppered at our goal, then you can hold your hands up. But there were two, two, two crosses that something you know we should have stopped, and two headers that we could have done better. Um, but that's that's how the game goes sometimes. How important a player is Ali Omar going to be for you this season? Well, we hope he's going to be a, a big player for us. I mean, I think we we missed him. I thought Dean Moxie did it good job in there for us to be fair um, but obviously his best position is at, at left back um, so we need a little bit more competition I think for the centre half spot and we're, we're looking at, as we've been looking all through pre-season and we was hoping to get Shez back of course and at the last minute he ended up getting a loan to Accrington so I was a bit disappointed with that. Um, but Ali gives us that left-footed natural balance along with Joe as a right-footer. And I think those two, um, given um, more time, although we work with them a lot, Pansy works with them a lot, I think they'll be a very good good pairing at this moment in time with a bit of competition that we're hoping to find pretty soon. 
Uh, now things have settled down with the football league's uh, transfer window. Uh, is it a clearer picture as, as to who you might be able to bring in now? Assuming you want to bring in. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, which we're looking. I mean, the two days, me, Bouncy, and Pete and Lou. We, you know, we don't spend just watching football and telly. We watch our football. We watch other people's football. We watch, you know, games that we need. The players that are in these games on my scout and that. We'll have a look. So we would have looked at, I don't know, 20 people um, that have been recommended to us and people we've been following just to make a decision on what we need. Are they interested? Do they want to come in? You know, that sort of stuff. So, um, But we'll always do that, whether we're top of the league or bottom of the league. We'll, we'll always be doing that. And you've hinted at it before, but you know, you've clearly got some exciting, talented youngsters there. How difficult is it to work with them to get what you need out of them because they're not the finished article yet I mean I know it's what you've done you know for years and years yeah, yeah. No, it's not difficult um, you just have to have the patience with them a little bit more patience um, you know we've had a lot of players that didn't particularly start well on occasions and people were moaning about you know, certain people and then those people turn out heroes for the club on occasion so that's what happens this is uh, the level we're at as far as we have to bring in potential and work with them um, and then obviously we, we try and get in the experienced players and some of them we, we already know we know what they can do and that helps the ones that are coming in um, the big thing is not necessarily the quality it's the intent it's knowing how to go beyond the call of duty and it's there where we have to take them and that's the 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 big big thing that we do for people that we try and give them this um, aggression and this intent to score a goal win a tackle win a game whatever it is and uh, sometimes you have to be caught be kind and sometimes you have to put an arm around them you know that's what we said before so um, but if they've got the ability then hopefully they can get that eye of a tiger if they don't and they, they move out uh, pretty quick. Sure. Thank you, Garen. No problem. You, um, <coughs> with Shorey's two on, on Monday, I think, I think all of us reacted exactly the same way to the first one. We're almost a right down the road to us. That's not even a foul, let alone a booking. All right, the second one he's gone in. In some ways, the comment that you just, that you just made, on down the season, you're going to want jury and one or two people to, to, to tackle uh -huh. like they mean it, you know, uh, sort of yeah. thing. So in, in some ways, it's uh, although everybody throws their hands up and say, oh, should he have gone for that one after he's been booked and all that kind yeah. of stuff. In a way, uh, when he went for the tackle, it was, what was it, 65, 35, 50, 50, whatever you want yeah, to call yeah, it, 55, yeah. 45. Yeah. You kind of like, on down the season, as things go on, you want your players to yeah. go in and try and make yeah. a tackle, don't you? And, and um, You do, but you can't legislate, as we said before, you know, it's a lottery sometimes. Referees' decisions. Yeah, yeah. There was tackles in all, you know, in all the games, and all the leagues when you know, last group of games that all the leagues had that were a lot more yeah. stronger than that. Yeah. But the referee yeah. you know, doesn't get no. influenced. I mean, that was both those tackles were right in front of their bench. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that sort of initial reaction. Before going down the line of saying, oh, it's them and us and all that kind of stuff, and every time. Yeah. I think in, the, in all the first three games, we've seen tackles go in, players go to ground, 
I don't know, I can't try to remember, but it may even have been us a couple of times, yeah. but, but and the reaction of the opposition seems yeah. to be going back to the way it, it was. Everybody, you know, the remote, it's almost like if you go in with real intent yeah. to win a tackle, yeah. Well, you're, you're straight away risking the opposition going, you know, all that, what's all that about? Yeah, it's a difficult one. People are going to do that. It is a difficult one because <coughs> there are rules if you go in two footed, for instance. Um, um, there's, there's even rules where if you go in two footed and, and win the ball, you can still get sent off because it's too aggressive. So there is a very thin line between being too aggressive. And a great tackle, you know. I mean, in, in in our day, other than Louie and Downsy, <laughs> we used to see Downsy <laughs> yeah. produce a few. Uh, yeah, that's right. In in our day, they were all great tackles. Yeah, you know, and the centre forward always took a big tackle early on, didn't they? Where they say I'd let him know yeah, that yeah. we're in, yeah. but we the game's gone a little bit soft, shall I say, or let's say different. Um, soft stroke different um, and uh, of course everyone's looking after players welfares which is quite right but um, there is that thin line between the good tackle and the bad tackle mm. and, I, and I think that um, you know, referees and things you know like people should, should look at that and go did he go in with the intent to hurt that player or did he actually try to compete for that ball? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's the dilemma. Yeah. It's very, it's very difficult out on the training ground here on a Monday. You want to see your players competing for the ball. I mean, obviously you don't want them injured on the training ground, but, yeah. but it's, it's, you know, you, you can't sort of say, yeah. oh, no. come on, if you're going to go in, go in. Yeah. Uh, and then on a Saturday, Jory makes a wholehearted tackle yeah. for that first ball, gets there first. All right, the impact. I think you've got to talk right? about game management like you, you just did as well. I think players have got a responsibility to also understand what's happening in the, in the game at the moment and there, there will be mistakes made on, on decisions either for us or against us. Yeah. So, you know, he got the first yellow card in front of the bench. Probably he didn't need to make that second one. Um, so close to the first one in front of the bench again. So I had a word with him in the, in the dressing room saying, you know, yes, we want you to compete and we don't want to take that away from you. But on occasions you might just have to teacup, think correctly under pressure. So a storm in a teacup. Very um, nicely done. Yeah, Very nicely tea. done. Have you ever heard of teacup? I haven't heard of teacup. I don't know if there's an E in it, to be honest, because it's, what's it? It's think, think clearly under pressure. Think clearly under pressure. I think we could all do with that, couldn't we? We could. It's not, it's, it's, pro probably, it's probably come up on a flip chart in a management conference that we've both been in and snoozed through. Yes. Once before. But if only we'd paid attention, we'd of be... Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And Gary's right, isn't he? Um... Okay, we can't put it off any longer. Let's talk about these two games. Notts County won one. The Ali Omar red card. Yeah, perfectly good tackle. Looked the video, it to me. The video shows yeah. uh, a perfectly good tackle. Well-timed. Yep. Uh, Well-positioned yep. tackle. Uh, took the ball. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. So he got, a, he got a straight red for that and missed uh, the game on Saturday. Uh, it's, it, because it's, it's not, it wasn't deemed violent or uh, dangerous. 
Mm-hmm. It was just a, a, a professional last minute foul, tackle. Wasn't it? It's yeah. one. It was one game. Um, so he's so he's back for the Maidenhead he's game. He's back for Maidenhead. Apologise for misleading people on the match blog on Monday. No, and I, game, honestly, I assumed it was three. I I misled people in the paper last week as well. I thought it was three. It's just one of those. An, an anomaly. Anomaly, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that someone actually picked up on and came and talked to myself and 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 David Thomas at the the game on beforehand on uh, on on Monday and yeah he was right so Just bow bow to that person's knowledge I didn't know who he was. That's that's, <laughs> that's good news though, isn't it? Because we get Ali Omar back in the central yeah. defence um, because. All right, let's move on. Monday. Well, before we move on, Go Gary on. did say in the in the interview that. Um, he did. Uh, Ali Omar did apologise to the players in, mm. in in the dressing room afterwards. But as Gary told him, having already seen the video, um, that that obviously they would have they would have done that there. That um, there's nothing to apologise for. It was a perfectly good tackle. It's not your yeah. fault. Yeah. So there was no that there, there was no. Uh, and and Gary also said this week that that they would have have appealed that red card. There's two reasons why they didn't. Firstly. The FA are very good at doubling doubling bans yeah. when they don't agree, despite sometimes well, the evidence being yeah, being to the contrary. That uh, that annoys me. That's kind of a double jeopardy thing that you yeah. don't um, you don't appeal because you know that if you if you lose it, they double, double the ban. They don't just just keep the ban. No, they double the ban. That's very very annoying. And the second, obviously, being that the the next game the game yeah. he was banned for was two days later. So whether whether the the wheels of, of motion would have been quick enough to actually deal with that is another another thing entirely. And a second red card on Monday. Yeah. Jory Johnson. Yeah. Now we we agreed to differ about the second challenge, yeah. didn't we? I, yeah, we I, did. I I think the first one. There was nothing wrong with the first one. There was nothing wrong with the first one. Um, Perfectly shouldn't good even challenge. have been a booking. Yeah, but I it f- would, but it was right in front of Alan Downsman and uh, Downsman and uh, manager of Woking and his his cohort there on the bench who who were quite good at jumping up and down when when something was was to their uh, to their. When 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 it when it when it helped them out to jump up and down, they yeah. they they did. Yeah, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of game management going yeah. on. On a little bit of banter from the crowd to Mr. Downson as well. He 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 was quite happy to to engage the Torquay crowd, yeah. which, which which I thought was on one hand fair enough, but then he's an old hand though, isn't he, yeah. Alan Dyson? He knows how to play the crowd. He plays the referee. He plays the game. Yeah. he's you know he he's a an experienced manager, as is Gary, as yeah. is Aaron. You know Absolutely. these are these are guys on the sideline who are every bit as much. A part of the matchday yeah. squad as the players. Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we'll come on to talk about referees and officials uh, in a moment, but I felt that for at least five or ten minutes in the first half of the Woking game, Mr. Quelch wasn't running the game. Alan Dyson and his bench were running the game. Absolutely, and I, I also thought that Mr. Quelch was having difficulty running in the game. Um, oh, yeah. I, 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 don't get me wrong; he's a lot fitter than I am, but then he's a, a referee. Um, yeah. I thought he was struggling to keep up with some of the. Some of the movement and on at least one occasion seemed to be standing in completely the wrong place and, and, and getting in the way of a yeah. talkie player. Um, now, I might be have already already have a critical eye on him because of yeah. things that had happened before, but he did make some odd decisions and, 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 and obviously when you when you're a bit annoyed by what's happened and frustrated, even as a journalist writing about Torquay, then then I I think maybe you you're you're looking out for stuff as well. But but he did seem not the best referee we've no, seen at Claymore. 
And I mean, as as we said, Chory Johnson, uh, the first one was perfectly all right. The second one is maybe a little bit more debatable. I thought he was a fraction of a second late. And what Gary was getting at, of course, is that he's given the referee a decision to make yeah. at a time when the major decisions on the field are being made by the Woking bench, yeah. so it appears. And the, the, this 50-50 this or 60-40 or challenge or whatever yeah. it was, was in front of the Woking bench and they all jumped up yeah. um, and uh, the referee obviously decided it was a second yellow card. Now, you at the time, you were a bit annoyed with him because you, you said that was a, ye- a yellow card. At the time, I wasn't so sure. Maybe looking back on it, yes, maybe it was a yellow card. But, but you, you, yeah, you, you make the referee make a decision yeah. when he's already under a lot of pressure. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying that, I, and they'll forgive me for this, I'm not saying that Gary Johnson and Aaron Downs are saints on the touchline. Oh, no. oh, no. Because they're both very well versed in, you in, know, the in dark the arts. arts of yeah. game management and having a chat with the fourth official and the lino. Well, we talk about that later. And, I, did, oh, I, I did ask if they ever get anything back from the fourth <laughs> official. It's, a, it's an interesting uh, chat. Oh, we'll come into that yeah. later. But before we leave officials then, there was one very good point. When Torquay first got relegated into non-league, there's one of our regular listeners, Rich, who's a Grimsby Town fan. I think they'd been down there before. And he said, the thing that you'll notice is not only are the teams that you're playing of non-league standard, but so are the match officials. There's a reason why all of these players are in non-league, because they're not quite of league standard, but there's a reason why these match officials are here as well, and that's because they're not quite of league standard. Uh, And and we've said it it before, uh, again, the good ones aren't with us long. No. Because they're on their way up. They're on, and it's the same with players, isn't yeah. it? Players are either on their yeah. way up or they're on their way down or they're kind of stuck at that level. At that level. Yeah. And it's the same with the um, the officials. So to a certain extent, you cut them some slack because you know they're not premiership referees. But Indeed. at the same time... You and they don't have VAR. And that's, that's yeah. you know, um, decisions like that one at, at, at Notts County um, had, had VAR been in... Around which obviously is going to be years and years away for for us for the little likes of us until we're in the championship and uh, uh, sooner or later and it will be in the championship soon I should imagine yeah. um, that wouldn't have been a red card that would have been overturned no. um, and you have to question whether the yellow cards would have been I don't know it's, it's, that's a more difficult one because they might not have overturned the first yellow card no. and then if you think that the second one was a yellow card then that's game over anyway isn't it so. Yeah. We, yeah. we, I mean, I know these things level themselves out over a season. Famously, that's the biggest cliche in football, yeah. isn't it? But we have had an awful run. We deal in cliches, don't we? <laughs> we do. Um, I was just going to come up with one there. <laughs> but we have had an awful run of refereeing decisions which have been marginal and which have gone against us. Go back to the playoff final. Indeed. Um, all three games so far this season, there have been times when we felt we haven't been particularly well served. I mean, they... they what goes around comes around, clichéometer going off around there. But it'll come back to us and we'll have games that'll go in our favour. Yeah. But at the moment, it feels like we can't buy a point, does uh, it? As I've, as I've sort of introed the, the piece that I've got ready to go up on the web a bit later, you know, Gary is looking to shake off the bad luck at the moment. Mm. And let's hope we can do it uh, in, yeah, in the, this, the weekend. Game this weekend. Yeah. But the Woking game... Look, we sat there and shook our heads a bit on Saturday, as I'm, on Monday, as I'm sure a lot of people did. They looked tired. They didn't look connected with each other. I think connected and uh, more more than tired. I think they probably were. I mean, let's let's face it. A lot of these players are, 
it was their second game with 10 men from, from, from midway Correct. through the first yeah. half. Yeah. Now that takes a lot out of you. Gary's also talked about how he hasn't, he's had, he's had to bring players like Connor and Asa Hall back in when they're not match fit because, mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't use the term match fit. I'm using that, but um, they're obviously not 100% match no. fit because Torquay don't have a reserve team. They're not, they're not in a reserve league, you know, and you can't replicate proper non-league or national league football games yeah. on the training ground. You can't replicate any kind of proper football game on, on the training ground. It just doesn't work like that. So um, he is really, at the moment, trying to get the the team that he wants out of a, a lot of new players who are yeah. inexperienced at this level and players who have been injured in pre-season who, who haven't had time to come back properly. Um, maybe have, uh, have played games before they would otherwise yeah, have played yeah. them at a bigger club with a bigger squad. Um, so, you know, he said, he always says, judge, judge it after 10 games. Um, yeah, he said, he said he, that last season yeah. it, was, it was starting to fly by then, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and he said, today, when I spoke to them this, this morning with the press conference, Judge it, don't judge it after three games. Uh, mm. If I'd said judges after three games, everyone would be saying get everyone out and change it all around. But yeah. no, judges judges after ten games. By which time some of those players will be back to fitness. Yeah. Players who are still in Jake Andrews still hasn't hasn't it, featured yet. Hasn't featured yet. He will, of course. And we haven't dabbled in the loan market yet, have we? No, and and he did say uh, today that that they were hoping to bring Sam mm. Shering back. Yeah. Um. But he he uh, Bournemouth decided they wanted him playing at a high level. I can understand that. So he's gone to yeah, at, at, yeah. at Crington. Yeah. Um. Who were they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Yeah. Uh, I gave you space. Um. Yeah. So so obviously he wanted Sam showing back. I think he does know he needs another centre back in yeah. the squad. Um. And, you know. If you're going out in the loan market, where are you going to find a centre back that that fits? Yeah, you know you don't know about young players, and to get an experienced player from from a loan deal is difficult. Gary Um, does say at this time of the season that he now looks play once the transfer window slams shut, as everybody always describes it. Yeah, just closes, mate. Um, Once the transfer window closes. There are players who've been looking for moves. There are clubs who've been looking to maybe offload players. Who then become available for them? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of talk about Benji Kimpioka again on yeah. social media okay. this week. Striker that we had from Sunderland last season. Uh, he was frustrated by not being able to get uh, on target, but yeah. you know, he's got speed, he's got goals, yeah. he'd be useful. And of course, he's at Sunderland. Absolutely. Which is a club where we have contacts. I wonder if, um, with hindsight, and hindsight is, let's go for it, another cliche, <laughs> a wonderful, wonderful thing. thing isn't it? <laughs> 2020 hindsight. Yeah. Um, you might have kept someone like Gary Warren around for six months mm. just while um, the new players bedded in. Yeah. Uh, Gary Warren obviously was released um, uh, uh, and is at Tiverton. Um, I don't know. Uh, it would have just been an experienced central defender yeah. to have on the bench yeah. uh, to call on when needed. Because when needed last season, although he didn't start very, mm. he started very rarely and was injured at the end of the season. But when he was needed, he was he was pretty solid, Gary Warren, even for a man of his age. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> which, is, which is much younger which than is us. Which is much younger than us. We hasten yeah. to add. <laughs> yeah. When we're talking about referees not being mobile and yes. players not being it's all, it's, it's quick. All, yeah, it's all objective. It is very yeah. objective indeed, isn't it? 
Um, we're not getting the goals at the moment. We've got we've got one goal of our own. Yep, a Danny games. Wright header and um, a Jake Malt uh, own, own goal, goal. Which, yeah. which went down by the BBC to someone else. But we, yeah, but, but but they, I think um, I think it's generally recognised that it was Jake Malt's boot. Inexplicably, I thought um, Joe Lewis had put that in, although he was. Well, the I think I think he was the closest talky player, and he ran off <laughs> celebrating. So that can always always convince you that they've scored. I gave it to him anyway, but um, yeah, I mean, it's difficult to see at the moment where the goals are coming from. You've got Dan Holman and Danny Wright, who are both lethal goal scorers if you get the ball to them. Yeah, we but need we, to get the ball to them. We don't and, have and Adam in, Randall, and, and, yeah, and in. I think we've been getting to the ball to them when they've got players surrounding them yeah. and it's become yeah. very tight. And <clears throat> we've seen Danny Holman a couple of times try and turn and, and get some space and, and, and Danny Wright and, and they've been tackled or whatever. Yeah. I don't think they're getting the ball in the right position for no. them at the moment. Which leads you back to Adam Randall, whose yeah. crosses... Uh, he, and, he and Danny Wright had an, an understanding towards the end of last year yes. that was phenomenal to watch. Somehow we need to replicate that. We won't get Adam Randall back. We nope. need to replicate that. We need to get crosses in because, you know, with the best will in the world, Danny Wright and Dan Holman aren't going to outpace defenders. No, they, no. But their knowledge and their positioning and their timing will get them to crosses if we can just get the ball into them. The closest we came during the um, working game was when Gabby Rogers came up and hit one with his left foot from 30, 25 yards. Uh, he's done that twice in pre-season. Um, <laughs> What it beat the goalie, though, but it hit the crossbar, didn't it? And it, that ball moved in the air. Remember those really light footballs you used to buy at the garage yeah. on your way on holiday yeah. for 99 Blew away. If you're on the beach, you, you, you'd strike it one way and it would be, a, be going it. the other boat, boat. And it moved in the air like that because we were right behind it, weren't we? It yeah. went up and down and side to side. And it was a great strike, but you can't rely on great strikes from 25 yards no. to win your games. You've got to do the hard work and then... You know, if you've got a player who can do that, then brilliant. That, that's that's an added bonus, and it give you a bit a few more points across the season. But you're not going to win games no. by by someone scoring 25 goals like that. So it's, I mean, again, it's easy for us to sit here and say, yeah, all we've got to do is get the ball into the strikers properly. Yeah. How do you do it, and who does it? Is um is something else entirely. Yeah. Well, we've lost. I mean, uh, Keelan O'Connell looks uh, looks yeah, a lively. Looked, I, I I didn't see. I didn't think I'd seen much of him in pre-season. Mm. To be fair to you. But I think he's been one of the better players. Yeah. Um, and when he came on, on uh, did he start against Woking? He came on. Came on against yeah. Woking. Uh, and as against Altrincham, I thought he looked yeah. lively, more lively than he'd looked in pre-season. Now that could be him just getting used to the game. And if 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 if, if it's an upward upward curve like that, then we're it's gonna have a world good, beater in about two months. Yeah. And we, I mean, we've got Jake Andrews to come back. He's a great crosser of the ball. Chiori Johnson, if he's playing on the yeah. right of midfield. Uh, he's looked good on the right of midfield. And, yeah. and it's such a shame he'll be missing it at Maidenhead. So I don't think all is lost. No. I think, you know, we've... And you like Dan good. Martin as well. I like Dan Martin a lot. I think... I think his defensive side to the game needs a bit of improvement. Yeah, and, and there, was, there was an element that everybody... Looked a little bit rabbit in the headlights. Yeah, we're piling up the cliches this week, aren't we? Oh, it's great, but you know what I mean. They looked a little bit nonplussed on Monday. It was just damage limitation after mm. a while, wasn't mm. it? I'd like to see them, you know, keep a clean sheet for ten or fifteen minutes and then push on. And I'm sure that's what they've been told in no they uncertain to terms this yeah. week. Yeah, is, absolutely, um, absolutely. They had two days really. off. Yeah, it was a busy period, wasn't it? For, yeah, yeah. Uh, one game Saturday. 
game on Saturday, game on Monday, so that's three games in eight or nine days or whatever it was. Um, I understand that they didn't train yesterday or or Tuesday. They were coming back in today. So, so even uh, Gary speak, had had a chat with them yeah. and now now they're working on it uh, after a couple of days to, to, to for them to actually get yeah. some air back in their lungs, so, I guess. But even as we speak, they'll be doing the hills up around Seal Hain and drills and set pieces Let's, and, yeah yeah absolutely and we can start it's, it, it's there's optimism again there's always optimism there's another game saturday uh, once the end of one game is the beginning of another isn't it people are very quick to judge aren't they and i that's one of the reasons i try and avoid social media even though my job should should mean that i should be all over it um don't tell my bosses but um <laughs> people are quick to judge yeah. gary did say that he was happy with some of the advice he was getting from fans. That was interesting, wasn't yeah. it? That what he said there. You know, I mean, it. He said no one was shouting, and he was quite pleased to receive advice as, uh, as he yeah. was walking off the pitch at the end of, end of the game. He's a diplomat, um, isn't he, yes. Gary? I mean, yeah. but you know, he, he's people will chip in. You know, people have got their opinions. People, you know, they they pay their money. They have an opinion as long as it's expressed in a reasonable way. We we've seen the excesses. We've seen. Hot drinks thrown over managers. We never want to see that again. No, um, but you know, yeah, I I think the the fans relationship. I think they're all with Gary still. Yeah, don't the relationship like with the management at the moment yeah. is as good as it's ever been. Yeah. I don't think I don't see anything in the first three games to change that. Absolutely. Um, so Maidenhead on Saturday. Maidenhead up there. That's the ground where the trains go past, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yes. On the, uh, yeah. Up and down the touchline. Uh, they gave us a bit of a seeing two up there. They, they was, did. It was that our was, last bad defeat. Last I was going to say, and that that one was was really one that felt like a turning point, mm. didn't it? It was Sean McDonald's Can't last game. Can't have that game. happen again. Yeah, yeah, Sean's last game in goal for us. It was four one or four 0 Four one, wasn't it? I think. Was, yeah. Um, they've started reasonably well. They've won two out of three. They're sitting around the, the league table is meaningless at this point. This had season. a had a a little look at one of their videos from after their defeat at Weymouth on, on Monday and uh, they've got a couple of injuries mm -hmm. they've got a couple of players that haven't featured so far this season they, they're they not expecting them to be back for a couple of for, for at least a week so yeah. that I, I hope means that they're not back in time for Torquay um, they've got Nathan and, Blissett and, yeah they? they weren't particularly happy with the defeat at Weymouth after no. two wins for the first two games so um, they were talking about having to work hard at it again on the training field ahead of Torquay. So it'll be interesting to see what, what, what they're doing. Yeah, Nathan Blissett, an ex-Torquay striker. Yeah. Uh, he's been playing. He hasn't scored for them yet this season. No. But um, he's no. playing. Uh, and in Allen Devonshire, they've got another very experienced manager. Just over six years he's been at Maidenhead. Yeah, and I think he was there before as well. I think he might... Uh, correct me if second I'm wrong. Spell. I think it might be a second spell, yeah. But, I mean, clubs who invest a bit of time... And a bit of patience and a bit of money in their managers. Mm. Um, Maidenhead, a, a classic example of that. Yeah. Alan Devonshire has been there a while. And oldest you know. ground in the world. Is it really? It's, apparently, the, as in the oldest ground in the world that's still played in by the team that was there originally. Okay, so it's well, a great honour to go there yeah, and get three points off on Saturday. Absolutely. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope that's the case. And uh, we'll return to the uh, subject of goal music after the next home game. Yeah. Let's see if it happens. <laughs> Which is uh, next week. We'll talk about a, a few ex-goals. Actually, that leads me to another thing. Um, this is last week now, but Gary was, was very keen. He didn't want to talk about the guys who've left, does he? he? There was a question put to him in the press conference last week about, about Kyle, Kyle and, and Aaron Nemain. 
and very politely but firmly, he doesn't want to talk about. I don't guys. want to talk about other teams' players. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I mean, I, I'm I'm going to mention Kyle because watched him play for Notts County in the game against Wrexham the other night. I watched that game. He had a very good game. He's yeah, he's good yeah. player. Good player and uh, the, whoever yeah. was doing the co-commentary for the game at when we played Notts County uh, w- was wondering why he was being asked to play the ball out the back. He's not like that. Well, he did do that for, a bit for us last season. He yeah. was quite good on the ball yeah. coming out from the back. So I, I was a, a bit surprised. Yeah, so I was a bit surprised that whoever it was, uh, sorry, I don't know your name, uh, was, was saying that that's not the kind of... If they thought they were getting that kind of player who could play the ball out the back, they were mistaken. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I think I think, um, he's a, I think he's a better player than a lot of people give him yeah, credit for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the game against Wrexham, which I also watched, he was strong at the mm-hmm. back. Yeah. And I watched that game and watched some of the players if playing for those two teams, physical players, and wondered where where those players in our are in our current squad. But as we've said, and talky fans have talked about this season, I mean, these are teams who are. Throwing money at Absolutely. established players, ridiculous. Paying money. we we don't know what wages these players are on, but I imagine they well, make your eyes water. Did I did I hear that the, the the chap from Cheltenham is on about four grand a week at, at Wrexham? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, did I hear? I'm I'm not confirming I did or I didn't. You may, have but um, yeah. yeah, money like that is being yeah is 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 the the totals of of people's wages are being thrown around like that. You just got. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, in a season like this, you just got to hope the quality will act. And yeah. It, it won't be one of the teams that's trying to buy its way into the league that, um, that gets up there. We shall see. Long, long, long way to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he played well. Uh, a few of the other ex goals. Our favourite futsal player, the player that you've completely forgotten, Amrit Bansal McNulty. Yes, I've played for us on loan. Him. He's got a Crawley on loan from Queens okay. Park Rangers. Uh, somebody who'll make a decent player out of him. Yeah. I, I quite like the look of him. He's very small, he's very lightweight, but he's very skillful. And does he have his whole name on the back of his shirt? Mm, probably not. Is it just not. an he, Evans kind he, of thing? He might well be. Christian Pierce has signed for Hereford. Okay, really? Good, yeah. Christian Pierce, good still around, Christian still going. Pierce, still earning a living playing yeah. football, which we love. Um, wholehearted player, Christian Pierce. Yeah, very well. I mean, we liked him, didn't we? We love Hereford anyway, don't we? Be yeah, nice to see Hereford back up with us again. Yeah, it's always a good away day, Hereford. Yeah, it's maybe. always a great away day, Hereford. Uh, Dartford beat Eastbourne three one, and their three goals, two of them for Jake Robinson, one of them for Adi Aziz. So it was wow. an ex goals clean sweep. Yeah, in that one. absolutely. Yeah. Billy Waters can't stop scoring. No, that's interesting, isn't it? Three in three for Halifax. Yeah. Three in three months for us, but yeah. uh, three in three games for Halifax. The, 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 he. He was great in front of goal when when mm. the ball popped to him. Um, I always doubted his ability to, to with his first touch was yeah. always a bit off. Um, but you know there was obviously a player there, and and of course at the time you know, you know Danny Wright scoring the goals and Dan Holman coming Dan, in, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you knew Dan Holman was probably yeah. going to come in, Gary. Um, I, again, I might have kept Billy. Billy uh, Billy Walters as well, but you know I'm not Gary. I? I mean, he's lightning quick. He's got a yeah. good shot in him, and he's a terrific singer. Yeah, as well, well, and and that's what you want. That's what you want in a team, <laughs> isn't it? But yeah, no fair play. Good, uh, well done, Billy Walters. <coughs> uh, Olaf Kazella scored again. For yeah, Tiberton. scored five and five. Now he didn't score on Saturday, I don't believe, but he scored midweek last week. 
This is great though, isn't it? Because Olaf's getting game time. He didn't score on Monday, he scored on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He's getting game time, he's getting goals, which is exactly what Gary And he scored five in a team that that hasn't really done too brilliantly Mm. at the moment. They've won one out of those five, I think, if I I remember correctly. Um, And he is second in the the Southern League Premier Division South goal-scoring charts at the moment. So we shall be keeping an eye on that. And I mean, it's it's scoring goals at that level is different from scoring goals at National is. League yeah, level. Yeah, League yeah. three, as people are starting to call it now. Jared um, Lew- Jared Lewington was scoring goals for fun at yeah. Tiverton, wasn't he? And and, and, and although uh, I enjoyed his time at Torquay, and I'm sure he did as well because I'd, I'd watched him from early days at Buckland. Wasn't quite good enough mm. at our level playing for Torquay, yeah. was he? But interesting to see what. As he comes back, whether he comes back, the finished article. Yeah, it's, it's a big season for Olaf, isn't it? He it's has grown. Season. He has bulked out. He's he, he's quite a quite a strong player now. Um, whether he is the striker or the winger, I think might be determined by this season. We yeah. see. Maybe he's the man to get those crosses in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've seen him do crosses before, haven't we? Who knows? Do crosses. I know about football. Man. Do crosses. I've seen him do crosses. Do crosses. Um, and somebody who does goalkeeping quite well. <laughs> uh, Jamie Robber, who we had uh, three or four seasons ago. Uh, he was our kind of second choice goalkeeper yes, there. He was, and he's yeah. in the Gibraltar national squad. That's right. For this week's international game against, against Turkey yep. and Norway. My cousin used to work in Gibraltar and go and see them quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the crowds weren't big. <laughs> Isn't the pitch right next to the runway of the airport? It is, yeah. Like I think the planes just come right over the top of it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. And their league, their, 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 the Gibraltar League is made up of teams called Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> and they all play on the same two or three pitches. They do, yeah. But, but we're patronising the Gibraltar we are. League here, whereas I'm sure it's a very, very good... Um, just good, like BBC people during the third round of the FA Cup talking about the postman playing on the right wing. Let's, which I hate. Let's never do that again. So good luck, Jamie Robert. We'll keep an eye out for the yeah. um, for the results. Uh, good for Gibraltar. And there's a, there's a, a big shift happening at Playmore. Patrick Tinkler is leaving is. Playmore, the secretary yeah. at Chalky United. A man who seems to have done every job up there, including half-time, uh, the host at it, half-time over the microphone. He's done the lot. We've always enjoyed dealing with Patrick. Patrick's very professional. Yeah. Patrick's been great for us. And absolutely. And we, we wish him absolutely all the best with um, with whatever he does next. And if there is anyone out there who... It's not completely Patrick's job that's being advertised, but there is a media job being advertised. And anyone who's yeah. into... Um, the modern media um, and modern has, media has 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 the skills that because it's a wide range it of skills is, yeah. you need to be. Um, then yeah, I think that job's still available. Um, this is this is two blokes talking about modern media who are still stuck with teletext and club call. Aren't yeah, they? yeah. I write for a newspaper guy. Remember them? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. My job is print writer. Yeah. I, I love that. I'm going to have that on my passport when I renew it. But no, they, I mean there is a big opportunity there for somebody to get uh, get their feet under the table. Yeah. Some media work in football, which is what a lot of people are looking for. If you or you know anybody. Who's interested in that? Talking yeah, United, let them know. Um, would be like, yeah. please hear from you. But going back to Patrick, he has done a, he, he's done a, he's played so many roles at the club over he's the last lot, five he? six years, and um, he he had to he had to modernise it a bit with 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 a lot of the media stuff that the website did. He had he he was the one who had to start putting together the videos a bit yeah. more professionally. Um, Doing that video, the, the the DVD that they released, and yeah, uh, you yeah. know, so so he's done it. He's done it. He's done a, some good stuff at Torquay, and I, I believe he's going on to do a similar job elsewhere. Uh, so good luck to him. Absolutely. 
I bet he won't miss standing in that penalty no. area in the pouring rain doing the crossbar challenge. No, uh, and, and having to, to uh, so it's, it's having to read out the 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 fifty fifty ticket number about five times before someone yeah. comes down the pitch. There'll be things that he will miss yeah. about playing more, but probably not, not that. that. No, but, uh, and yeah. and and uh, I'm glad to see that the the, the crossbar challenge is. Seems to have gone because if I'd heard that Benny Hill music one more time, yeah, it's well, it's had its day. All of these things have yeah. had their day, haven't they? Yeah. It's so you just you move on. Gold music has had its day. Yes. it had one day, and that, and was, that was it. I'm I'm petrified of what's going to happen at the next home game. Yeah, okay. but let's see what. Uh, um. <laughs> it was as if Neil Diamond was in the room there for a moment. Thank you. And on that note, we've got more from Gary Johnson. Yeah. Um, I, I, at the end, the, we did record 24 minutes because at the end I piped up with, um, so what do you guys say to the fourth official when these kind of situations happen and, um, and what, what, do you ever get anything back? And the first thing, guy, guy, uh, guy, the first thing Gary did was, was look over to Aaron Downs and said, your department, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard this bit. I'm looking forward to yeah, hearing this. Um, yeah, so it's probably a couple of minutes, uh, not that long, but it's, uh, it's some interesting interesting listening. So from Richard and me and from um, from a small dog who's been... Yeah, Rudy's quiet. been very good. His brother's been out with uh, mum and grandma to the vet to have his, his yearly jab, and Rudy is missing, not often separated from his he's, brother. He's so, leaning but, on me yeah, fast asleep here. He's a fast so. asleep, leaning on guy, which is Fabulous. brilliant. Thanks for listening. This has been the Yellow Army Podcast. We'll finish off with a little bit of extra Gary Johnson, but yep. for me and Richard, come, come on, on you yellows. yellows. Just wanted to touch on when incidents like that, the second yellow card happen, um, and you, you have discussions with the, the fourth official. What do you get back from that? <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it's you that normally have well, there's, some, there's some days that, you know, you get nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. The only thing you hope is that when they wear the earpiece, the earpiece, that you're close enough for the referee to hear via the full <laughs> official yeah, earpiece. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's probably one of the things. But he's the only official that, that you can, you can You're allowed to talk to, to him, mm-hmm. and he's allowed to talk to the referee. So we try to talk to him sometimes, to say, look, blah, 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 in the hope that he will talk to the referee and say, actually, I think you might be wrong there. You know, I know they're not there to make decisions, but I, I would have thought they can advise him. Surely they're not just there just to keep the two dugouts apart. Do, do, you, know, do you know what I mean? You know, and just take all the moaning. But so sometimes you feel sorry for the poor officials. Um, but they do get it, don't they? <coughs> you know, from both teams, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For no gain, it's just, you know, frustration in the dugouts really that's what they get some cope with it very well and they go yeah I understand and you know they don't want to argue with you so you've got no you've got no argument really and then some you know want to be pedantic or, you know go away you know whatever it is and get back in your box and all that you, so, you've never had one to turn around and said yeah the ref was probably wrong there or whatever yeah a couple of times we have yeah to be fair do. Yeah, not yeah. big decisions though. Might be a throw in. Yeah, that's right. Not putting too much on the yeah, line. No, they You're never right. changed. Never changed the yeah. big decisions, yeah. or disagree with the referee yeah. on the big decisions. Yeah. yeah, they don't.